And now for our feature presentation. This is great because on the back it actually says this film is also known as... The I'll Watch It Later podcast. Ever heard of that film? And now, on with the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to I'll Watch It Later podcast, the podcast where we lie about the movies we've seen to impress our friends. As always, working on that. I'm Aaron, joined by my late, late friend who's always late to the show. (laughs) Who's just so dead. But my best friend, Jordan. (laughs) I am the Axl Rose of this podcast. (laughs) And you're lucky I showed. My brother in law, producer, and all around just. Good guy, Scott. I'm apparently if you're Axel, then I'm Duff. <laughs> I Duff just, McKagan, yeah, gross. I just, I just stand back there and I just just gonna show up. Put the lines in. You went to you went to the show last night and you hated every second of it, but you did it for me. <laughs> I did. So I cannot hate on that. I pushed through and I stood in a hot, sweaty fucking room with a bunch of emo kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still yeah. have that smell on me. Yeah. What's funny Sadness. is is every time <laughs> virginity. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I left all the gummies on the table from the snack show, so every time we we do the show, Jordan just sits here and eats the gummies off the table. Yeah, I think I ate the rest. Oh, I got to finish off the peach. You got to finish off the peach (laughs) before you move into the strawberry. A couple things. Um, Next week will be the (laughs) International (laughs) Snack Show, International Snack Show. Where all the snacks are international. We're, where we like to celebrate our differences. Yeah, that's right. I gotta go find some differences. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we all do. Um, and then the week following will be from L.A. Body Snatchers. We will be doing the show from a hotel room in San Diego or whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> he already <laughs> forgot the plan. <laughs> no, I didn't. And so uh, we're just gonna do the body snatch or body snatchers, or we're just doing? Uh, are we gonna do the thing too? We could we've probably go into the thing. Can, I know we've seen bit. it, but it's like yeah, we could talk about. I mean, both. it's the 40th anniversary. It's the 40th anniversary. No, you, it's, I'll know. refuse you both are talking about. It. Did you hear how they fucked that up? Oh, for the Fathom event? Yeah, yes, it's like yeah. someone like threw a DVD in and just <laughs> fucked up the aspect ratio. And I guess the color. The color grading was grading, weird, yeah. and like it wasn't like the true version that they should have so put out. We get to watch the thirty-five millimeter version, which none of us in this room have seen, but we saw it in the theaters a couple years ago. We did. That was digital version. Though. That was yeah, that was digital. This is going to be thirty-five millimeter. I think the experience is going to be nice. I mean, we're in L.A. We're at the New Bev. I mean, it's just as much as like, it's like yeah, I've seen it, and you know, I love this movie. I've seen it a thousand times. This is going to be a fun experience. I and agree. plus, you know, we hadn't seen the Body Snatchers, the the ninety what ninety three, yeah. ninety two version. It's a ninety three. So I think it's just going to overall be a fun experience. And we're all old, and we're going to skip uh, the midnight showing of Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> we're to like, that. no, thank you. We have a concert to go to the next day, and we got to eat burritos. We're like, <laughs> so. really pushing bedtime here. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's, uh, it's that's rough. how I felt at the concert last night. I was yeah. like, what time is it, man? I need to get to bed seven thirty. <laughs> we went and saw Dancing Heaven Dance last night, and uh, no one on this podcast knows who that is, so it doesn't matter. But it was a lot of fun, and just for me, for Scott, it was looked like pure fucking torture, like he wanted to kill himself. So yeah, that's what I didn't go because I was already upset about your birthday gift debacle. So I was just, you know, you, were you really be, mad about that? No, I can care less. Oh, <laughs> I, was like, I actually felt bad telling you because no. okay. So last week we kind of touched on uh, Aaron did a really nice thing, got us hats. <laughs> I'm wearing that right now. Um, got uh, me some birthday shirts, and I really appreciated it. And then put them on when I got home, and immediately felt bad because I'm a fat, fat, fatty. No, so, I'm a fat, fat, fatty too. Um, I totally get did it. Did he get no, you the mediums? No, the funny thing is that the sizes were right, but apparently they were made for Malaysian small, like like XL to XL. So like they were like they fit like larges, and I I don't care. I will never probably ever be in a large. Oh, it was bad. I almost took pictures, but then I felt bad about myself and cried on it. So. No, um, I actually wrote to the company. Company was like, hey, um, I got to return these because this is not the correct size. And they're like, yeah, we updated that. Are bad. Like we've been getting a lot of complaints. And I yeah. was like, they're like, unfortunately, we don't have any more of those. Yeah, yeah. And it sucks because that particular site, and I'm not going to name names, has a new line of like Jaws T-shirts with like some cool writing on it, and like so- Jaws 3D. And like, I really want to get them, but after wearing those shirts, I'm like, I don't think they'll fit. It's funny <laughs> you mentioned that because they. At first, they were like, if you want to wait for your refund, that's cool. Otherwise, here's $84 in store credit. Right. 
And I was like, well, that's it. Ugh. I'm just kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I was looking. I looked at it and I was like, well, maybe he'd like these Jaws shirts. And I said, no, no, I'm never doing clothes again. <laughs> <laughs> Which plays into the whole reason why I kind of yeah. well, try not know. to allow people to do it. Like, it's fine. And, and again, I felt really bad after talking about it that I was going to tell you, like, oh, shit, these are small as shit. And, uh, yeah, it took me probably a good hour to muster up the courage to say, to get hey, out of you them. really shouldn't worry felt- about that shit. I totally get it. Like, if I order a shirt or, like, <gasps> last night I got a shirt at the show and it's, it's snug. A little snug. A little snug. For, and it is my size, but it's, it's yeah, snug. Yeah, and I hate it has, that. It has like, sequins on it, too. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. It's got no, it little, doesn't. little cute strawberries on oh, it. It, looks it like has it, one strawberry. Oh, it's for he, uh, he, he the new like album, a, right? He, lo- he looks like a, like a yeah. fucking Lisa Frank well, no, like <laughs> I got puppy stickers <laughs> Dance, all over. Dance Gavin Dance's <laughs> whole thing is like strawberries. Like, it's like their imaging has always been strawberries. So they can lure small groupies. Sure. And get the lead singer. The lead singer. He's getting the help he needs. Let's hope. So, uh, yeah. so all I only thing I kept telling him is like we were supposed to see them open for Coheed and we yes. could have been in a chair, which is hilarious them. because, yeah, you would have seen him two weeks from now yeah. opening for Coheed. And instead, you saw him two weeks earlier in a smaller <laughs> venue standing. So, Dude, but it was so my, fucking my confusion was like, oh, all these people playing in the in the opening band are now playing in the headlining band? Correct. I'm like, that's interesting. Because they're bassists. So the guy who used to play guitar now sings for this band, no. and one guy died, and the other, yes. the other guy's on, like, sexual misconduct charges? Yeah. I'm like, I can't keep fucking track of So the guy who played his guitar right was playing, was singing. Right. And then the, Tim died, uh, rest in peace, and they had to use another bassist from a different band. But he w- was in Dan's Gavin Dan's at one point. It's like a whole thing. And dude. again, like I didn't know the band members' names. So when you said like they brought back Kevin, and I thought Hurt. Kevin was the dead guy. So I'm like, <gasps> they resurrected the dead guy to come back because the lead singer had to go oh, get his no. you know junk messed with. Like Kurt played points. on some albums early in the day. This is really nerdy. so. Anyways, we're a movie podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's just it's you know our lives are important. Come yeah, on. I just think it's fun. Kurt played on some albums back in the day, and then they kicked him. I don't know if they kicked him out of the band or if he left the band. Diddling kids. A lot of no, a lot of people were like, "Hey, dog, you're not that good live." And now he started his own band. So they played some songs. Was, last was he the opening band? Was he a little better? Not the opening. <laughs> opening. He was oh, the second the fucking band. band. Was terrible. You saw everything unfold. I, well, I, was, I was making a joke because you're like, he's not that good live, and I was like, oh. So he, opened, so he up, opened up for he him. He opened yeah. up the show. Body like, thief, you are terrible. Fucking Any, anyways, uh, did you guys watch anything this week? It's going to be short for me because I did not. I, I caught up on a few TV shows. I watched the first episode of uh, What yeah. We Do in the Shadows of season four. Um, I, really I love that. that show. It's so fun. But it's one of those things where they're blatantly ripping off Blade now because the whole premise is this season they're trying to open up a, a vampire nightclub. <laughs> and they're just literally saying that they're ripping off Blade, and it's just it's just funny how just self referential and all that stuff is. And then I um, did another Taika Watiti thing and finished up um, Our Flag Means Death on HBO. It's a pirate show, very very funny, but you know people who are I'll take your word for a little it. more right leaning that don't like uh, the the homosexual persuasion which is funny because looking around the table both of us wearing bright pink shirts um it's very heavy on that kind of stuff but it's 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 entertaining it's really fun um it's semi-historical so like you know i like that you're like the right the right leading (laughs) that you look at us it's like no that's fine no i'm looking at you but not wanting to make eye contact with scott no i'm kidding (laughs) but no it's just one of those you know more goddamn gay updated yeah pretty much it Um, I'm over that dude, so uh, whatever. That's fine. And then uh, what else did I watch? I watched a horror movie called Jacob's Wife, which is on Shutter. Um, good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it's uh, about he- like this priest, and then his wife is you know kind of tired in her life with him, and is kind of like eh, I don't want sex with people, and she meets up and gets turned into a vampire. And it's it's actually really good. It stars Barbara Crampton from. Um, Oh, I don't think Barbara Crampton has gotten much run except on this podcast. She's great. Like, she's just in a lot of stuff that I love. Jordan man. has said Barbara Crampton on the last 18 <laughs> podcasts. I want to get her on this show. Like, she is. <laughs> make awesome. it happen, bro. I, I, I'm going to push and I'm going right. to make it happen. But yeah, I watched that. It's really entertaining. I mean, I love just dumb horror movies, and that one's actually really, really good. Um, and then that's it. And then our movie. <laughs> Scott, did you see anything this week? Or is this going to be a short ass <laughs> show? Same, same thing, man. Just, I mean. Just caught up on like Better Call Saul, uh, and I mean, just got got caught that. up. I haven't. Are watched... you like actually like up to what before the next episode? Uh, I need to watch episode nine. Okay, 
So I, I caught up to, uh, to your guys are not allowed to talk about it until I rewatch the entire. Well, thing. and I'm not going to go into detail, but the next episode is titled Breaking Bad. Well, so I, I kind know of that at some that point stuff. it crosses. Well, yeah, it's going to happen. That's to. what I was waiting to kind of kind of see how they they tied all that in together. But I mean, this is just it just as good as Breaking Bad. I think yeah. it's. I mean, it it connects a lot of the dots. You get a lot of reference from the original. You know, you get to see Jimmy's progression and how he becomes Saul, and now we're into that. So it's 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 kind of it's kind of fun to see. Yeah, I guess the the guys are back for this. I think the next. I think there's only what two, three more episodes left. Something like that. Yeah, uh, they're coming back for it. Um, But yeah, the next episode's titled "Breaking Bad," uh, which is funny because the city of Albuquerque just unveiled two bronze statues of Walter White and. Uh, Jesse Pinkman, and I'm sitting there going, man, Albuquerque's really leaning into this. Guess what? We have meth. We don't care. Yeah. Hey, guys, why don't you come to Albuquerque where we have meth? There's literally meth dealers on a TV show, and they're glorifying it with bronze statues. <laughs> I'm like, Albuquerque's a mess. Like, But I want to go. Like, I, I want to go be dumb and visit the house and throw pizza. and you make can't the pe- throw the pizza. Oh, I'll throw that fucking pizza. They will yell at you. Those, they pizza, will... those people are so angry. I don't care. And then just so like, angry. I'll go to Astoria, and I'll do the truffle shuffle in front of that dude's house. Like, I just want to go do stuff. Like, Going to the uh, Circle K was fun. I want to just like hit up stupid stuff. That would be fun. Like if trust me, if we had more time, I wanted to go see the the uh, Michael Myers uh, house up in I think it was in Pasadena. Why can't we go? If we if we have time, I mean, wow. it just depends on when you guys can get over. Maybe, maybe Home Depot. Maybe Home. Maybe, Depot. maybe, maybe Home. Depot. Oh, you know what? That's funny. I watched that the other day. <laughs> what? Well, We'll go to Pasadena while he goes and watch the openers, and we'll do the house, and then we'll and then we'll meet at the show like, while he go watches Mothra. And yeah, Mothra, <laughs> Alkaline Trio. Oh God, it sucks because Emery wants to see uh, Mothica, but no time. one wants to see Alkaline Trio. Like everywhere, every like Reddit page, every message board, everybody's going. Alkaline Trio sucks. Why is they suck so bad? And it's like. Fuck, they're in between the two bands I want to watch, so I've got to go, and it just bums me out. Uh, but I, I, you know, you guys can show up late. We, oh, we are. I know. Okay, <laughs> um, we got plans. That's right, <laughs> and they are not to watch those two bands. Yeah, uh, alcohol. Anyways, so Lots. well, that kind of sucks because we don't have a lot to talk about. I got. Um, I didn't watch anything. Like to be honest, I Mister ninety what ninety eight movies, ninety four movies. Bro, I fucking I just had the busiest week <laughs> just ever. Name them all. Name all the movies you've seen this year, <laughs> starting with um, one. No, but I like I just got things to do in Denver when you're dead or whatever on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. which is like an import, which is like the first time that it's been on Blu-ray. So I'm going to watch that, and we can talk about that on the show. Andy because, Garcia, right? Yeah, and it's like a. Tarantino ripoff, so I'm into that. I saw it when I was working at a Hollywood video because I had a customer come in constantly asking for it. It was never in. It was like we had one copy on VHS <laughs> and it was never in. It was that and like a I think it was like a movie called Barfly. And I think that one has Mickey Rourke. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he would always ask for those two movies. That's and actually we getting... only had two yeah, I saw it there okay. doing a release of that as yeah. well. And yeah, two copies, never had them in, and that's all he ever said. So when we finally got it in before he can get his hands on it, I took it and went and watched it. And um, I don't remember a lot of it because it was so long ago. So I'm actually looking forward to kind of rewatching it. Yeah. So maybe we can, you know, kind of do it at the same time and talk about it because it's a good movie. I, I've never seen. I, I like anything that's uh, Tarantino ripoff. Like he embraces all that stuff. Like he knows that it exists, and he's like, "Yes, please." You know, rip me off. I like watching the movies. He has his actual favorite is called like Love in a Forty Five or something like that. Mm. But there's another movie that I actually own that I'm going to pick for the show. Um, and then also, if you, I know you like our podcast. If you're listening to this, but you should go listen to Video Archives because I had a very good time with the first episode. Do you listen? To the first I haven't episode? got around to it yet. Okay. I am. Um, it's on my list. I've got it ready to go. It's downloaded. I just. I find that because I switched my job to where I'm kind of more on the phone with people, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts like I, I wish I could, and I don't tr- uh, commute, so it's hard for me just to sit. Like, I'm not going to sit in my living room and choose listening to a podcast over watching something, no, no, so no, like, I, it I'm makes it hard way. to do that. So. My commute, luckily, like, gives yeah, me the time. Yeah, and that helps you. I was sitting in, like, a Dairy Queen line for, like, people at work, because <laughs> sometimes I'm nice to the people at work, and I was listening to it, but... Just so you know, if you're wondering, it's very much this. It's just two dudes talking about a movie, and that's it. 
Does Tarantino the, sound like he's set in like in a tomato? Yeah, how's like, the production? Tomato can? No, actually, no. It's it's a real podcast. It's uh, he's calling for my super yacht. No, they're actually they must be doing it in his house or something, kind of like a setup like hey, this. Or hey guys, quit Tarantino. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. Hey, Quentin, all right. Uh, we're on actually all right. like yeah. All right, yeah. So uh, then I ripped off this mover. All right, yeah. So then yeah, yeah. How dare you? Uh, well, come on. Hey, uh, it's not so much that he rips off movies; he, he pays homage oh, to other yes. movies. So when people rip off Tarantino, they're ripping off something else that was probably ripped off of something else. So right. it, I mean, it's cyclical. Who cares? It's all great shit. Yeah, so I was listen. I was actually listening to a show about Reservoir Dogs, and I at one point Tarantino said like the thing, like oh Reservoir Dogs, the thing. Like I was. You know, there's a connection there, and I'm it like, probably plays a lot on the, the par- fuck? well. It probably plays on a lot of the paranoia <laughs> yes, of who, yes. you, like, who's you don't the, know who's who and who's, who's working with who's who the and... undercover cop. Exactly, blah, blah, blah. I get it, but I was just like, that is that feels like a stretch. But then Tarantino came out and said it himself, and I'm just like, all right, yeah, you didn't see that dog eat itself out? That was weird, right? Just inside out, went after a guy. We had to cut it out, but yeah, no, I. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to rewatch that movie. I know um, Heat's coming out on uh, 4K like in a week. I've got Heat that too. Coming. Did and you then, see? And then yeah, they, there did was I, like a. I buried the lead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. Oh, okay. Um, they did like a kind of a book or some kind of short story that they put out and talked about Heat too, and then it's been getting a lot of run. So I think they're going to start moving forward with um, Michael Heat two. Michael Mann. Yeah, Michael Mann tweeted about it. He uh-huh. said coming soon. We're going to get a Heat 2 from Michael Mann. The problem also, though, it's is... It's going to suck. A, yes, for <laughs> one, because I don't know if they're going to do a sequel or if they're going to try to do a prequel to some of the characters. That's what I was thinking, too, because of that Al Pacino thing where he's like, Timothy Charlemagne should oh, play me God, or whatever. I, no, thank you. Please don't. I like, like, You don't like him? I like him as an actor. I don't see him as that character. If he could pull off a, Paci- a young Pacino, I, would, I wouldn't mind it, but he has to be like... She has a great ass. She's got a great ass. Yeah, yeah that no. one. But uh, I'm, yeah, I I love Michael Mann. I yeah. think he's fucking incredible the way he does his Did movies. Did he do Collateral? Yes. Okay, I almost we watched that the other day. And I was uh, sure if it was him. with John Collateral. Oh, yeah, John Collateral. <laughs> God, that's right. He, he was the movie for everybody who had the big stereo sound systems. Oh, yeah. In Dude. their living rooms. Because of the Yeah, shootout, it was like, everybody's like, you got to watch Heat. With the surround sound you on, have man. To. I think there was an actual shootout in LA not long after that became super popular. That like kind yesterday. of l- like <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> um, that kind of emulated that same thing, and it's just like that shootout is one of the greatest things filmed. And I cannot wait to get the 4K. I've got the steel oh, book I know. coming. Steelbook. I know you do. And man, it's just it's going to be nice. Hey guys, so, I'm Jordan. Hey guys, I order steel books, and no damage ever comes from them. <laughs> and if you bring up the fact that something's ever been damaged, I'm just going to brush it off because it's never happened to me. Hi, Aaron I'm, here. I take everything as an insult, and in no way do I think that <laughs> I, my friend was just saying it hasn't happened. It sucks that it happened to you. It's no fuck you, Aaron. You I suck. See, the problem is, is when you have a hundred, uh, like over a hundred packages a week come to your house. Right. The probability is a little <laughs> the, bit higher. Yeah, you for have, you're playing the numbers game. Yeah. Like you're going. It's funny because, and, and then it's funny because after that conversation. He goes to Best Buy and, I, and gets, uh, was it Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. I'm actually surprised there's still room left on this wall. I honestly, I still don't know how he's filmed, oh. like, has got as much as he does. But, uh, yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, it's barely, it's, it, yeah, it's like. Yeah, right it's there. not a big deal, and I have more with that on it, but it's just so frustrating. I was going to say, if it's that frustrating, I can switch you boxes. It doesn't no, bother me that much. Okay. But yeah, like we had a conversation where you know I've had some good, you know, good good uh, history with shipping with Best Buy and getting my steel books in good order. Aaron's had a few issues, and you know, Scott's right; it's the numbers game. Right. And then literally days later, he gets into Best Buy, gets his copy, and the one and only copy he can get has a nice little scratch in it. So you're you an idiot. scratched <laughs> my CD. How dare you! <laughs> Yeah, we all love the ringer. <laughs> no, but my point Scratch! is, I think they made a sequel to that. They did. I, What's it not, called? Maybe it's like not the ringer? Maybe, I'll have to figure it out. Mentally handicapped two electric <laughs> boogaloo. <laughs> oh, oh no! But my point was, it's just like me ever. saying, like, oh well, I'm going to get in-store pickup because I've had bad. Uh, and instead Shipping. of just being like, oh yeah, I get it, you're like, oh, I've never had a problem ever, ever in my life. Oh, Fuck no, you. I know. All I said was. <laughs> You know what? I've had pretty good luck so far. I wasn't pay, saying pay I'm here. better than you. 
It's <laughs> I've <laughs> had personal good luck. No, they want to know about our lives because we're sad people. It's a good thing they don't pay for a uh, subscription. <laughs> <laughs> us. Right. You, just, you get it free. Yeah, uh, you get it free. Sponsored by you, nobody. You, you get a uh, complete down the tunnel look at our lives. But I mean, it's fun. They like to know who we are. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, yeah. We're yeah. idiots. <laughs> We, we don't do we anything got, fun. We got fucking time to kill we, here. We really, <laughs> we really stress about our, the, you know, the integrity of our movie buying and fucking, you know, well, whether one a forty-four-year-old man can go to a a, a, <laughs> a fucking emo show. My at knees the hurt. Theater. I yeah. don't know any of these Dude, songs. Oh my back! I, I woke, why so is Aaron hurt. pushing all the kids aside to get to the front? <laughs> I woke up this morning and. Um, my back was can't so, do it. I can't, so much pain. I cannot stand anymore. Like and, everywhere we go, have to I have I have a seat. And last night, I don't care if I'm it, sitting in the middle of something that's not even supposed to be sat on. I don't care. Anymore. We kept moving because there was a so. Oh, giant here's fan. the Nile. They're like super fucking oh, stupid. I been there forever. So instead of don't like go back. instead of <laughs> installing big fans on the wall no, where it would hit no. all the people, they put them on the floor by the walls. Of course. So everybody was like trying to blocking like, the air, like hoard towards the fans. I so wish they kept, were trying like, to around. block the air. They just kept moving the fucking fan. Yeah. And I just got tired of like trying. And then I was like, so a couple years ago, the Nile like revamped their social media. So you thought that like they had changed everything about themselves. No, no, no. It's still a hole. Oh yeah. It's still <laughs> well, a the giant disgusting hole with horrible sound. And it's so hot in there. It's and, always been like, that, and I'm no. just like, and like somehow they've never figured out how to put air conditioning in that place. And I've been going to the Nile since like yeah. high school. And don't get me wrong. Like, this is really in the weeds. But Dance Gavin Dance should not be playing the Nile. They are a much bigger band than that. So it's just like, fuck this. I, I don't. I'm not kidding. I don't think I can go back. Even if, like, my favorite band in the whole world is the Wonder Years. If they decided to play, I'd just be like, sorry, guys. I just can't do it. I'm going to have to sit with this one out. Yeah. So. I guess we should get into Scott's movie. I don't know. I want to get into these Doritos. Yeah. But. Go, no, that's for the snack <laughs> show. Finish, finish my Sour Patch Kids, sir. Did you? All right. Well, what did we watch this week, Scott? We got to watch everyone's favorite dreamy sexual romance from 1967, Brokeback The Graduate. Mountain. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Listen, everybody, I want you all to be quiet. I've got Ben's college yearbook here, and I just want to read you some of the wonderful things about Ben. Hey, there's the award-winning scholar. We're all very proud of you, Ben. How are you, track star? What are you going to do now? I was going to go upstairs for a minute. Oh, I meant with your future. Your life. Well, that's a little hard to say. Because a vision softly creeping Left its seeds while I was sleeping Mrs. Robinson, you're trying to seduce me. <laughs> Aren't you? Have you gotten into the room yet? I haven't, no. Do you want to? I'll get undressed now, is that all right? Sure. Shall I? I mean, shall I just stand here? I mean, I don't know what you want me to do. Why don't you watch? Oh, sure, thank you. Benjamin, are you having an affair with someone? I do think you should know the consequences of what you've done. I, I do think you should know that my wife and I are getting a divorce soon. What happened between Mrs. Robinson and me was nothing. It didn't mean anything. Well, that's not saying much for my wife. The point is, I don't love your wife. I love your daughter, sir. Sorry we won't be able to invite you to the wedding, Benjamin, but the arrangements have been so rushed. Broke back. I don't know if I get the same, <laughs> the, the same vibes mm. from from uh, Broke Back. However, that was more intense. I, this is one of those movies that I had kind of a preconceived notion on how it was going to, how it was going to work out. I'm going to take those off the table, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I, because you've seen, you've seen clips, you've heard the music, you've, you know, seen. You know, all the stuff on TV, the pop culture references, did everything. This movie didn't really play out like I anticipated it was going to play out. It was actually, for the first 30 minutes of this movie, I was laughing. Like, I was hysterically laughing at Dustin. He's so his, awkward. Yeah, dude, his performance made me laugh so hard, and it was hilarious. Did you get a weird vibe from him as he was 
talking and acting the way he was like he was the same character from rain man almost <laughs> i'm okay. not even kidding like i, I feel I was, bad but no no i was the exact same way all i like, could god see forbid was rain she, man god forbid mrs robinson drops a back like a box of matches on the ground he's gonna start counting them but yeah I, just his cadence and the way he was speaking gave me that vibe and it was like is he doing this on purpose but i just you know you realize he's young he's awkward and weird and doesn't know I put young doing. in quotes because he's the only 20, thing 21, like in that. the movie he's supposed is to be 20. In, yeah. in the in real life he's 29 in oh, that wow. role yeah I, I kind of as I was watching this I was I was thinking and I didn't look it up and I thought I was like he looks a lot older either that yeah. or people back then looked a lot older no I, which I couldn't <laughs> right I couldn't get into it because and Bancroft like, was 19 in this movie <laughs> <laughs> no I w- even said to myself I said this dude does not look 20 like what are they doing? And I looked it up, and it's like one of his first roles. And he's like a young Dustin Hoffman at 29 played Ben, you know, whatever at at, at 21. And I'm like, no, right? You could not pull that off today, sir. And, and funny enough, for this movie, like the setting in the in the late 60s, this movie did not feel like a dated movie. You know what I mean? No. It. it I think the rotary tw- phones were not like very tweaking modern. tweaking a little bit. It didn't feel super daily. You can watch some movies and you're like, all right, man, I feel like I felt I'm like in the 70s the or I feel like I'm in the 50s or 60s. I felt the story was pretty, like, evergreen. Like, it could be a story you tell today. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. I felt very much like it was a dated film, but I didn't. that didn't bother me and at I'm, all. And I'm wondering if, as guys, if we perceive this movie differently than... I'd have to ask my wife because she did watch this. In, in the living room when I was watching Let's it. Let's call her. So I'm <laughs> so I'm wondering if she actually <laughs> the thing right would here. perceive this any different because this is a movie that like when, so when you start watching this movie, I and I don't know about you guys, but the first thing I think of, I was like, man, if that was me when I was twenty, oh boy. <laughs> well, and and this is this is gonna be weird. And this is gonna be kind of gross. I don't know. You hear about these stories where it's like. A male teacher, you know, diddled their the student, yeah. and you're like, that's disgusting. And then you hear female student had sex with her male student. What? You're like, where was I in high school that <laughs> has happened? Why like, not me? My first thought, and whatever, I don't care. Send all your hate mail to Jordan. Um, <laughs> it, it whenever I hear those stories is, why the fuck are you telling on yourself? Like, <laughs> yeah, like what student is getting some? the it's, fucking right. Dude, it's such a double when, standard. When, yeah, I know well, and that's is. why I this movie Yeah, and, and I'm like, I'm always like, if that would have been me back in the day, I kept so many fucking secrets that it wouldn't have been hard to keep a secret. Like someone <laughs> One more. Someone would have had to fucking rip it out of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or catch us in the act. Because that's all I can think. I'm like, I think what happens sick. now, and this is off topic. Well, not really off topic, but I think technology's kind of yeah. screwed people over. Yes, where people yeah, find absolutely. text or things like yeah, that. Yeah, but yep. I, you're right, though. I think the the way we would perceive this movie is more along those lines versus maybe a female saying, "Oh, that's romantic." But, it's not. I don't it's know. weird. I think they would even think that. Like, I I would have to ask my wife, but she was like, "Let's call her." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, seriously, let's it, call her. It's. I think it's it probably like, "Oh, that's kind of that's kind of gross." That's that's like, why would why would she do that? Like, what is she know? seeing him or what? Yeah, I, I feel I, like she had her own reasons for doing what she did. I don't know, dude. She went zero to fucking sixty on horror. Because my thing, like right away. <laughs> Like well, this movie is. Let's go to my daughter's this room. This movie's ten minutes in, and she's just like, "Hey, let's with, with, let's let's bang." Without getting really in, like, I don't want, I don't want to give like women in the audience any ideas or anything. <laughs> all three of no. them, yeah, give uh, them all ideas. But my thing, we're here for the next generation. Screw nineteen year old. But it's kind of one of those like, if she didn't do it with him, she'd do it with somebody else, and it, it wasn't. I don't want to say it wasn't his choice, but almost it it was just such a a push. You know what I mean? Like she was. I, I do feel she was like a predator, and in fact, in, in the film, um, the director—I cannot remember his name at the, off the top of my head—but he said, like, if you notice, like the first time you go into her house, it's like a jungle scene. All the stuff she has around her is like animal pattern, and and it's meant to convey her as this like predator, predatory creature that's preying on the young person. Now let me let me say something and get something out of the way. I don't know if maybe I would uh, Michael Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols. Um, I don't know. That's the director. Mike Nichols is the director. I don't know if like if this would if in the sixties this was perceived as this. But I thought that as time goes on in this movie, Richard Gere becomes 
It is Richard Gere, right? No, no I'm Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. What Richard is wrong Gere? with me? No, um, <laughs> what is wrong with me? Yeah, basic uh, instinct. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, that Dustin Hoffman becomes like a a legit psychopath, like a fucking psycho. He, he is a he is not a good dude. I and, think it's one of those getting out over your skis thing because you see his transition from the beginning of the movie where he's super awkward and he's fumbles on himself and he's like banging his head up against the wall <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's laying by the pool with his glasses on he's got a yeah, totally yeah, different persona laid. yeah yeah he, he just got, got laid for the first time he he got the noodle and now he's freaking <laughs> like he is they didn't have pool excited, no- they didn't have pool noodles by the way <laughs> said, so. no that scene where he's banging his head is actually really funny it because is. she's stripping down before they finally do it for the first time and she's like Trying to like get her coat and stuff like that, he grabs her breast, just barely, kind of copying it. Weird, and it's it wasn't scripted. He just did it, and then the director, I guess, was laughing so hard, and he started to laugh. That's why he walked away and started banging his head because he was trying not to bust up laughing anymore. And they left it in because it was such a good scene. And it's, I mean, so where he if you're not used to being with a woman, it's the whole bag of sand situation where you just don't know what to fucking do, (laughs) and it's right there. Just go and give it a cup. There were so many awkward. Like when he meets her in the (laughs) hotel room for the first time, and she's and and she's doing the same thing where she's undressing and she's starting to like take her stuff off, and he walks up behind her and he just puts his hand awkwardly on her shoulder and just leaves it there, and then she turns around and he gives her this weird, awkward kiss. Oh, and I thought to myself, so like, oh, and you so can see strange. it in her face too. He's kissing her, and he's way into it. And, and her eyes are what? wide open, going, "What the <laughs> fuck am I into right now?" But I really need to go forward with it. So, I mean, I don't know if it was a out of convenience that he was there, and that's why she did it, or you know, or if she had other people, and he just, you know, someone she wanted, or was getting mad because it was. So Dustin Hoffman's character is the son of. Um, Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney, which was <laughs> this movie, by the way. So many people I recognize. I have a list. Yeah. Um, and he works with Anne Bancroft's character's husband, so it's like a business meeting, and all the you know all the people know each other, and it's all families kind of interconnected. So I don't know if it was one of those. You know, I've seen you grow up, and yeah. now I'm going to take it. You know what I mean? You're old enough, or well, I mean, if it you, was just you find like, out that her and her husband are not on good terms. No, and so that's this, because he's you know it's it, he's uh, it someone yelled barracuda. And doesn't justify it, but it explains her behavior. Yes, of why she's like going outside the doors. Well, yeah, I mean that's usually kind of what happens. She's not just you know hoarded up to hoard up. She's neglected well. at home. She's an alcoholic. <laughs> she's got her issues, and you know it's finally to where now I need to do this. I thought Mike Nichols' use of like shadow and stuff. And this film was incredible because some scenes she looks hot as shit, and other scenes she looks like an old haggard. Bitch. It's weird, right? Yeah, and like I think it's meant to be like yeah, that. Like at, at some point she looks like she's really <laughs> almost, you know, ugly, and I think that like a personality is. And you find out later, like she lies to her daughter about like him, her being raped, and it, oh, she's that, the worst. Infuriated me. She is the uh, worst. Because Dustin Hoffman kind of just blows it off, like whatever. Yeah, that's not what happened. Like that's not what happened. Well, he's trying to be cool and calm about it when he's explaining this to her daughter, right. who he ends up kind of being with later in a, on in a monotone voice, which is so weird. But he, yeah, well, and I think it's because he's living in that halfway home with Mister Roper. Yeah, right. Mr. and Roper. Uh, God, this movie. Um, and he's trying to keep things kind of low, and the daughter is like. You raped her. That's what she said, and freaking out, and then she just screams. Yeah. And it's like this family, get the fuck away from the family, man. Like, but I just think, oh man, I don't. I, I just got to keep going back to like it's a sign of the times where, you know, fucking, he doesn't freak out, and she believes him. Like, hey, I didn't do that. Yeah. Where is today? She oh. He, oh my god, fucking, he would have been canceled and shit. He she wouldn't be in that room with him. Yeah, there would be fucking police surrounding the building and he would have to uh, post a fake apology on Twitter like I'm just saying like it was just fucking it was just so like I, I'm getting reprogrammed to whatever today's stuff is but I felt like so calm in that sec that I was like oh this is how you really it have be. to think in like 1967 no and but that's what I'm now. saying like it I sucks. no I'm saying like that's how I would originally view things like this and then we you watch the movie you're like that is the appropriate response. Again, to this. it comes down to the argument that we usually talk about, where it, if you just had a conversation, yes, it would solve the issue. <laughs> Which is awesome because they we do have a conversation in the, the film. Movies. 
we would never have movies. Right. People could solve their situations in 30 seconds. No, no, no. I know that. I understand that. <laughs> but my problem is like, and don't get me wrong, The Graduate is far superior than Daddy's Home. But I always. <laughs> but oh, my God. Oh, but here, we go. here we go. But right, here, here we go. Here's what I'm. No, it's not a comparison. <laughs> oh. What I'm saying is, in that movie, if Linda Cardellini just talked to Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg and was like, hey, you're both acting kind of like stupid, and I don't appreciate what you're doing, and I don't appreciate what you're doing, here's the things I do appreciate, and I appreciate you being there for you. The movie would be over in 15 seconds, and I'd be okay with it. Instead, she's just like, what are you going to do? More wacky situations. And, and what I'm saying in this film, it's they actually have a conversation. It isn't yeah. just... You raped my mom. I never want to see you again. She actually listens, and it actually changes her mind. And I, there's, there's that. Isn't I, it I fascinating though? How appreciate how much that, that everybody is, thought right? that she was raped, and he's just finding out about this weeks later. Well, I, like okay, nobody so knocked on his door. The way it no, works, they're out, just like, yeah, he raped her. Well, and the weird <laughs> thing is, is that you're right. When you think about this movie, you're always thinking. Uh, you know, you're trying to seduce me, Mrs. Robinson. You yeah. see that? You're always hearing, you know, Simon and Garfunkel. Those oh are the my things. God. Okay, I don't. We'll, we'll get into we'll that get into later that because I have issues. <laughs> um, this movie is completely different than my preconceived notions of what it was. Right. right. Like they almost immediately get into the seduction. They get into it, and then 30 minutes into the movie, they break up. They're done. He doesn't want anything <laughs> to do with her, and then he's trying to shack up with the daughter. And then that goes on a thing, and then she leaves him because he finds she finds out that he was with the mom, and then she leaves. And like a psychopath, <laughs> this person drives across I don't know the country some or yeah, up Berkeley, north to Berkeley. I think it's some north, fucking yeah, and like drug house and and we're, yeah goes with Mister Roper, <laughs> hangs out in some drug house with Richard Dreyfus. He's in it for like a. Split second, I took a, a screenshot of that. I was like, that's his first movie. Um, and he stalks her at campus and then, like, follows her in, his, in the most awkward of scenes when he meets the other dude yep. that she's dating at the zoo. Carl Smith. Carl the most, Smith. The most white name on the planet. <laughs> Blonde-haired, <laughs> Aryan, I, white dude what, that shows up at the monkey house. What I thought was interesting, though, is she's not. she's never, like... You, and once again, I, in order to explain this stuff, I have to compare it to today's because I don't think a lot of people understand. Like you're not, you have to watch this movie. Um, she's kind of cool with him, following him around. Like she's not. She's, she likes the attention. Like she, yeah, she's not like pushing him away or running to the nearest cop. Like this dude's stalking me. She's like, hey, this is the guy that raped my she, mother. She introduces him to Carl. Yeah, like, this, hey, oh, this he is followed so -and -so. me here on a bus. And like, then Carl's like, hey, cool, dude. And then yeah. arm around, and then they walk off. It's not like, hey, this motherfucker's bothering me. And then Carl pulls out his you know, fist and punches Dustin Hoffman in his face from five <laughs> feet away because that dude's got a nose. Um, yeah, it's weird. She does, I think, crazy attention. But I think that's like a family trait. Like the mom yeah, is the same way. Yeah, but it's just so like it wouldn't happen today. No. And I feel like it is, is what should be happening type of thing not clearly she should be like oh my god like you're a freak but at the same time it's like she treats him like a person instead of like a freak and he doesn't you know stab her in the chest <laughs> so I, I don't know man like a weird turn <laughs> i was i was gonna say something but i'm probably not gonna say it Put her head in the box. how when i think of past america uh, or americana <laughs> this is what i'm thinking of like you're not running to the computer to be like ben blah 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 who graduated from fucking you know, college is following me on a fucking bus uh, to a date. It's just like, hey, this guy followed me. You know, we're f we're friends. I know him. Yeah, I know him. And then that's it. It's not like uh, every time he looks at me, my skin crawls and I have to rip it off. This dude, and then like a hundred people on Twitter talking about like his toxic masculinity. And like, well, better get and his address. Just, and it's just <laughs> dox him. Yeah, I better dox his ass and fucking <laughs> ruin his life. And it's just like it, I don't know. In a way, it was refreshing. Um, well, it was weird because they just walk off. Yeah, they like just the walk conversation off. ends. And nothing. Like, Dustin Hoffman doesn't do a thing. He just stares at it, kind of like, eh. and then that's it. Yeah, like he didn't go after them. He didn't engage further. That right. was it. And it was weird. But you're right. 
different times. Right. So I, I don't know, man. Like I really love the beginning, the setup, the almost B story with the seduction stuff. She's clearly the predator, which in turn makes him lose his fucking mind He's to become a, a psychopath. Job. And as the movie progresses, like he doesn't really know what to do with his life, but he's focused on this one thing. So he's like, I'm going to do this one thing. And then once he succeeds at that goal, he goes back like almost the last shot is so fucking good because they're both like, all right, now what? And I, th- Oh, I know. I was just like, oh, this movie is really fucking good. Well, and it's like at one point he goes up to his parents. He's like, I'm going to marry so-and-so. Uh, and they're like, oh, my God, that's great. Let's call the parents. we got to celebrate. He goes, he goes, oh, she doesn't know yet. I'm yeah, like, yeah. you're a fucking this, nut goes, job. He goes, <laughs> his, the, Mr. Feedy goes, well, that's a half-baked idea. No, it's, <laughs> that's it's fully baked. baked. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's it's fully, fully baked. baked. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he his character goes from super awkward, doesn't know where he wants to go in his life, which they play off very well. Like love- everyone has been at that point yeah. in their life where you're just like, what's the next step? Like I finished the thing that everyone said I had to do. Now what? Women, and that's what you see in his face. This the is whole the time. power that you hold over men. Because <laughs> women can change somebody so quickly to the good or bad. It's guys. Are you blaming her? No, I'm just saying he was a freak the whole time. I just think that I'm just saying the situation. Like she got what she wanted, but him coming out of that is a production. Is basically it's what she created. She wanted to use him for what she wanted and not let him evolve into anything more. Right. When that's what sparked them. He was like, I want to talk. He's like, I want to talk. I want to have conversations. She's like, like, no, no, I just just want to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, There's a fucking great scene where they're about to have sex or whatever, and then they start talking, and then they both get mad at each other. Yeah. And then they decide that they are going to have all the sex. It's just like, (laughs) it's almost like Mike Nichols let let the camera run where she's like, taking her stockings back off and he's taking his stuff back off but they both look so like fine angry yeah they're and you're just like yeah this is a horribly part of the word toxic relationship yeah. uh and it's just it's they need to get the fuck away from each other but they never really do that they're always kind of together and now that they're married like what's those, what are those you know holidays gonna be like <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah no it's very small and it's weird because then yeah i uh What's her face? The the daughter ends up, you know, engaged to the other guy. Um, she goes off, and then it's that iconic yeah. at the end of the movie. I've scene seen it where a million times. A billion, but I couldn't it's tell been, you it's what been parodied on the, the Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, Mrs. Bouvier, <laughs> and it's just like it's it's iconic. And then she just says, "Fuck it, sure, why not?" And then busts out. They they you know they get in a little wrestling match for a second, and then they bust out. And like you said, they get on the bus. And they're sitting there, and that last shot is like, yeah, we did it. And then their faces drop like, yeah. what the fuck did we do? Yeah, now what, what next? And I, and I think that's great. That's a perfect way to end this entire story because it's nuts. I completely agree. And my whole thing about that is I knew – I think she wanted to marry – didn't want to marry the guy. But at the same time, she doesn't want to marry Dustin Hoffman either. I think that was just her way out. Maybe. And I, there's not going to be a sequel. I'm just – speculating this Graduate i don't think to electric boogaloo yeah i don't think that they <laughs> they end up together to be honest i think they kind of grow up and kind of figure other things out and stuff like that because it's, it's i think it's just a whole uncertainty it's a movie thing. you don't need a sequel no I mean, yeah, but what i'm saying is like i just think yeah. if you're really thinking about it it's just like they right. they were both in situations that they didn't like they knew they liked being together and maybe they you know they're friends but i don't th- i honestly don't believe they end up together or anything like no, that no i mean i don't so, think a relationship like that would last yeah. like you know she's never i mean sorry women you're never going to fucking get over the fact that you fucked his mom right. her mom like she <laughs> will hold, that will fight. come up in every greeting card situation yeah. christmas thanksgiving oh you're going to stuff a turkey and my mom like yeah. it's just going to come like, up hey what hey. do you want for dinner tonight i don't know man <laughs> You remember that time you fucked yeah, my mom? That's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, could you do the dishes? Well, I don't really feel like doing the dishes. Well, I didn't feel like the time you fucked my mom. But you know, here we are. You imagine so, be like, well, your mom did that better. And it's just like it's just that will never be something that'll ever go away for them. Like that's just gonna be that that albatross in the relationship and relationships that start in that manner in that toxic way that just won't last. And that you're right. I don't think. If we saw further past what's going to happen, 
they're going to get let off the bus and they're going to be like, well, what, what the fuck now? I think they live together for a little bit. And I think they once he figures out what he's doing with his life, because all of his decisions in the entire movie were based on him not knowing what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I think once he, you know, maybe he goes to grad school. Plastics. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe he becomes advertiser. Whatever his dad does goes into that business. You know how he, he works with the, the guy whose wife he fucked. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that type of. Business. Oh, OK. So I'm like, like, a, <laughs> like a upper management, like, you know, say of sales or what, whatever they did back in the day. 60s, 70s, walking around with a briefcase <gasps> of erasers. Yeah, or advertisement. Whatever he d- decides to do. <laughs> he's gonna, the 60s, probably advertising. He's going to d- decide, oh, I want to be an actress or I want to... go to know, Berkeley. She's yeah, going to get hooked up with a hippie. Exactly. And it's all musician. It's all going to be... <laughs> Deep poet. Different, <laughs> whatever. And uh, I think they just are going to drift apart. And I just... I, I like that. I like the whole thing. It's just like this was just a small, weird-ass section of this guy's life. And, so, yeah. You know. um, so for me, this movie, if you want to know the the textbook um, definition of gaslighting, this is the movie you want to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. There is a scene with Anne Bancroft's husband, who's played by Mayor Vaughn himself from Jaws. Yes. He meets like Dustin Hoffman. I love this movie for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, he meets Dustin Hoffman in his room. Like, he's sitting in the dark waiting for Dustin Hoffman to come back. He confronts him about what happened. He's like, this is your fault. Uh, only your fault. We're going to get divorced now. And then Dustin Hoffman's replying back to him. And he's like, will you let me finish? Okay. And then he finishes. And then he, and then Dustin Hoffman says something. And he c- gets cut off. And then Dustin Hoffman just raises his voice just slightly higher. And the guy goes, I would appreciate you don't yell at me. Like the <laughs> entire conversation is this guy gaslighting Dustin Hoffman and browbeating him to the point And then made it seem like Dustin Hoffman was going to beat him up. He's like, what, you want to fight me? Oh, I would appreciate it if you I would appreciate you unclench your, your fist. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Like, it was so much gaslighting in 1967 before they really probably thought of that as, like, a term. And right. it was such a weird thing to, you know, like you said, using the mentality now to view that. I'm sitting there going, this motherfucker, gaslighting motherfucker is making Dustin Hoffman to be the only villain in this. And, and is not, I mean, other than them getting divorced, is not really holding her accountable for her actions. He's blaming him. It's like, this is a 20-year-old dude that, you know, had the opportunity to have sex. Sure. You know, you you would have done it. After yeah, he told, after he was like, so your oats. Like, go get laid. Go get laid. Possible. You just cupped my wife's breast upstairs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, that was such a weird scene because then, like, he... He's like, well, then I'm out of here. And then he climbs over Dustin Hoffman's bed thinking he's going to confront him. Like, it was just such an awkward, awesome scene. And then, you know, he's like, well, I need to make a phone call. And this is why it feels dated. He had to beg Mr. Roper for... um, (laughs) It's like, I'll give you $10. I'll I'll give you $10 for a dime. I just need a phone call real quick. And that's what starts the, I need to drive up and try to find... Um, the daughter and interrupt the wedding and all that stuff. But it's just, that was such a weird, really awkward, but really cool scene in this. And it's just, like I said, applying what we all know now versus to that. I think seeing it now changed probably how I would have felt about it. If, you know, I had watched this, you know, 20 years ago. I think I would have loved this just as much as I did <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's this good. viewing when I, I would have 20 years ago. Keep eating those Sour Patch Kids. Everybody um, loved it 20 years ago because it made $104 million of yeah, box and office. And then Criterion, and I know you guys probably love us analyzing very incredibly famous movies that you've already seen. <laughs> um, but, We're uh, rock. Yeah, what did you guys give it? Or do you have anything else you want to talk about? Or I think that was one of the few movies I think at the Oscars where I think the director didn't get an Oscar but it got best picture or vice versa um, I think I read something about that I know um, I think um, he took a flat rate too it was yeah, like he, he got paid a flat rate based on this movie it was like one of the first directors to make a flat rate on producing say flat rate one more flat, time how do you like your shipping flat, flat rate nice yeah. um, I think um, sh- Dustin sh- Hoffman my pants. Dustin know. Hoffman actually um only took like $17,000 for this movie. Oh, wow. Because he didn't want to sign a six picture deal with the studio. Oh, nice. So he fought and said, no, I don't want to be locked into doing five other movies. The that Graduate I don't want to do. 2, The Graduate 3. Right. The Graduate, graduate 4. 3D. <laughs> yeah. um, that's kind of that's crazy because the only thing I can think of is uh, that chick who's on, um, what's it called? Euphoria, who's like, I can't make ends meet. Sydney Sweeney. Yeah, she's like, I want an Emmy and I can't make ends meet. Uh, Dustin Hoffman's like, give me the lowest amount you'll, you know, stuff like you always hear about like J- Jonah Hill taking 
scale to play just to be in Wolf of Wall Street. Right. And, you know, you hear about Dustin Hoffman with the graduate and uh, stuff. Taking very little money because he just didn't want to, you know, get locked into a, like a six picture deal. Yeah. It's like, says that this was the last time this film won any film won a Best Director Oscar without anything else winning an Oscar. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. So, yeah, that was like that was the thing. So, yeah, I mean, I. Oh, God, what was I going to say? I. I I love watching older movies like this, and I, I know you guys don't do this, but I like going back and watching old TV shows. Like I went, oh, on I a, do. I went on a run. Well, I mean, I'm talking like I went on a run where I was watching. I think I got through almost the third season of The Love Boat, and <laughs> it is as dumb as it sounds. Relax it is a who's girl. who of either up and coming stars that you remember going oh, yeah, like the late seventies and eighties. Yep. Yeah, sex boat, um, <laughs> and then aging actors that were at the end of their days and this movie is one of those movies where it's like i watched it and i started recognizing people mm-hmm. and i'm like that's william daniels that's mr feeney that's awesome oh that's mayor vaughn that was awesome um who else did they have they had um buck henry so for me the guy he was the room clerk at the uh, hotel when justin hoffman was awkwardly trying to get a room for the night right. to house his toothbrush <laughs> and uh so that guy that actually funny. just died recently not too long ago but he played the dad of Elizabeth Lemon on 30 Rock. So it's like, okay, I saw him in a younger role. And then um, there was another actress, Alice Ghostly. She was, I believe, Mrs. Kravitz on, I think, I, Gene of Genie or uh, Bewitched. Uh, Bewitched. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sitting there watching these people like, damn. Like, it's so movies. neat to watch like the progression of, you know, you seeing an actor in a younger role, and then you know you know him because you've you know seen him in other roles, and you're like, oh shit, that's awesome. I love revisiting some of these older movies like this. Right. So I'm the same way. That's awesome. What did what did you give it, Scott? Uh, yeah, so so again, two. it's this movie is one is two. is not what I really expected. I I was one. anticipating that I was going to be bored during this movie. Honestly, I thought I was, oh. and. There was a few things that annoyed me about the movie, and I mean, I can touch on that, and this is kind of why my score drops a little bit. Okay. I I think this is a four and a half. Oh. I give this movie the half point deduction because, because of, Simon of the repetitive and fucking Simon and Garfunkel music. <laughs> yeah. Thank it's you. It's the same fucking song they over and over. They start it the same They way. keep starting it and ending it the same <laughs> way. And every fucking scene, you get 30 seconds down, they start the song again. And I'm like, uh, and then when you start getting, you know, I'm like, okay, a different song, thank God. And then they go back to the Scarborough Bay fucking song again. And I'm like, ugh, this is the only thing about this movie that I fucking despise. They had a record. I hate it. just it kept going. That you, yeah. I mean, I don't hate this. I'm glad for you because uh, you gave my exact review. Four or five, <laughs> almost a perfect movie. I definitely watch it again. I'm definitely going to watch the fucking, uh, the cri- I, ha- I own the Criterion. I, I just watched it on um, on soap because I, I was going to say I didn't think fucking lazy yeah. yep. to, to get up and grab the disc, but I am going to go back and revisit the supplements on the Criterion because I think it's literally like this would be in my favorite movies. Like if I would watch this younger because it's so good and it has so much rewatchability it only gets a four or five because of that Simon Garfunkel soundtrack. <laughs> I love the sound of silence. I don't need to hear it six times in the movie. I don't need to. I think that's uh, being generous. It was yeah. probably on way more than six times. And uh, the same thing with the, I'm going back to the Scarborough fair or whatever the fuck that was. And Mrs. Robinson was fine, but it was kind of out of place at the end. Like it would start and stop, start and stop. And I was just like, do, 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 yeah, do, do. Yeah. Then nothing. Yeah, and then he'd <laughs> run inside. <laughs> yeah, and then he'd run inside a fucking gas station to make a call. It's like, make a phone call. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Car broke down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. Um. So I that's that's my score as well. In that for the exact same reasons, I thought this was a great fucking movie. I I didn't find it as funny as you did. I just found it incredibly interesting. I just thought the beginning was funny. Like uh, the way he is in the beginning of this movie made me laugh because he is so awkward. Because he was and, Rain Man, and you, and, laugh, yes. you laugh at and, mentally and, handicapped and people. Some of his and some of his one-liners. Yeah. Some of his one-liners are actually kind of. It made me chuckle. You know, the part where he's like, "You're trying to seduce me, aren't you?" You know, I mean, it's just it made me. Oh, well, and then she and then she kind of says, "Wait, is that what you were?" Oh, I'm so sorry. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I guess so. Yeah, he's so. You know what? Fuck him. He deserves to get gaslit. This more. This guy's a moron. 
<laughs> well, I did also like that no matter what situation they were in, they had been fucking for months. <laughs> Still called her Miss Robinson. Yes. Every time. And I think that plays to the generation gap. Like, yeah, he's yep. just so formal with everybody. Like, people his age, he'll call them by their first name and everything like that. But throughout everything, he, they're laying in bed, and he's calling her Mrs. Robinson. And I'm like, that's weird. That's kind of hot, isn't it? Like, I mean, <laughs> why not? Whatever. Apparently, Scott jerked off. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, no, it's really close. You know, no. I'm just saying. It's, I finished after the first is, 30 minutes. This <laughs> is a young kid's fantasy movie, man, because it's like every every 18 to 20-year-old kid would, would want this situation it's, it's, a million times it's, over. It's in every movie. I mean, think of Sandlot, Wendy Pfefferkorn. She's... Clearly uh, older than those kids, and Ameri- they American married. Pie. American they Pie completely I mean, ripped it. Everything. American yeah. Pie ripped this movie off hard. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Did you know that they married? They got married. And Bancroft and uh, no, Dustin, oh, no, and Wendy no, Peppercorn. No. Wendy Peppercorn and the fucking kid the Smalls or whatever. In, like, like movie in the world movie? or not, no, 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 not in the movie. Not Smalls. Smalls is the main kid. The kid who's like geeky looking and is like, I'm gonna get that was it. Yeah, yeah. It was um. That's, God, who that's, was it? That's Smalls. No, it isn't. You're killing me, You're Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. It is Smalls. It isn't. <laughs> Maybe it's not. I don't know. Interesting. Not at all. Um, <laughs> I hate echoing everything you guys are saying, but I'm literally... This is probably the most on the same page as that we're going to get. I, <laughs> I thought the way they shot this film was fantastic. I love the cinematography Squirt. in this. Squirt. Yeah, um, I, I think some of the shots, the way they did stuff, and some of the, the, the panning, and just... I think everything was great on this. I agree with Scott. The, how awkward he was really made the first part of this movie comical. Like, yeah. it was a comedy at that point. And then it shifts tone to something completely different. And yeah, it's like a revenge movie? I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, because he's just falling deeper <laughs> into madness. It's crazy. But, it, I mean, it starts one way. And I thought this was going to be a comedy which I know we've said this on other movies, but it starts off that way and then it evolves into something else. And it just goes to show like, you know, just because you've seen enough of certain things, they're only playing bits. You really have to just go visit these things. Like it happened Doesn't with, take um, you out of the movie. Though. It happened with taxi driver where we, we've, we've seen so many things about that movie. You think you see it, yep. and then you watch it, and you're like, Holy shit, this is completely different than... movie. And it's better than what you thought. And it seems to be that way where I've, it makes me more interested in seeing movies I've never seen that I think I've seen because a lot of the times... We should do a show about that. <laughs> no, what I'm saying I'll is... I'll make a hat. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, there's movies that I have not seen that I think I have seen. Like, cause, like Just Taxi feels like it. It's like the Mandela effect. Yeah, and then you go back and you go and you watch it and you're like... This shit is fucking even better than what I thought. Because you it was. think Taxi Driver, you think you talking to me? That's that's two seconds oh, of an entire movie. Oh, I know, and it's the most iconic love, thing people talk about. And honestly, that. there are way better things in that movie I to love talk that we about. Try to break down Taxi Driver, like we're the <laughs> only <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> who haven't seen hey, it. Hey, 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 you guys heard of Taxi Driver? <laughs> but uh, I, I loved the way they did everything. There were parts like um, when she gets him up to her daughter's room and has the or no, into the living room and says, hey, do you want a drink? She turns on the radio and the 60s kind of like groovy yeah, music gets on. Music. It really it made me think of, you know what? I, I love movies in the 60s and the soundtracks to it. And then they play nine hours of Simon and fucking Garfunkel. <laughs> Only and the first 30 seconds. Legit. Oh. <laughs> that's all they could afford. Uh, I hated I hate Simon and Garfunkel for this. Like, I, I've never really been into him. I think Sound of Silence was done better by Disturbed. Oh, Shoot me. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> I think fuck having off. them be the literal face of the music of this movie bums me out. And you it took me out of me a out. lot of it. But <laughs> I agree with you. Like, this this is a completely rewatchable movie. I want to go and learn a little bit more about it. I love seeing um, where people were and where they are now and just kind of giving that Most context. Of them are dead. Like uh, I, honestly, I want to see. Um, what was it? I, think, I don't think it's Drugstore Cowboy. Yeah, with Dustin Hoffman. Was Dr- it, was that him? No, and, um, uh, was it Cocaine Cowboys? I don't know. Um, but no, yeah, drug, I mean, Drugstore Cowboy. I think that was oh, like was? his. Yeah. I think that was his next movie. It's him, um, him and uh, no Midnight Cowboy. Excuse Midnight me. Cowboy. I know there is a Drugstore Cowboy. I think that's a completely different movie. Yeah, that's that's weird. Like I own it. That's like an eighties um, movie. That's weird that you own something. <laughs> um, but like, it makes me want to go back and check out some of Dustin Hoffman's earlier work because like I have like almost a point where my history with him starts and I've never seen anything prior you know what I mean yeah. like 
that's it. And so Midnight Cowboy, I want to go see, I want to watch that. I want to see, you know, Annie Hall and, you know, things like that. Well, luckily we do a podcast where we can watch all this. I've never things. heard of it. We can um, do a Dustin Hoffman fucking that, that, That'll be the one. It'd be like, I never heard of it, where we bring up movies that no one's ever heard of. Um, but we could I, do that. I would love it. Cut this out. It's good. I think, That's gold. I think we do that most of the time anyways. <laughs> yeah, most of our movies. God, fucking Cos McGee over there. I just can't. <laughs> it's sorry. I can't. It's, I'm trying. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but I'm Have with you guys. This movie is a four and a half. The the constant Simon and Garfunkel clips are only thing that ruins bums it. me out. And it's and it's weird because other than like Mrs. Robinson, there is no other upbeat Simon and Garfunkel nope. songs that they play. Everything's so dour and depressing. Even in situations where maybe it doesn't need it, and it's like hmm. it's just them sighing for an hour. You said- I hate it. Disturbs is better. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Go, repeat it. It was just a guy in the corner with a record player, and he's holding the yeah, needle. Just, and they're like, and we need music. And he just drops it at the beginning, and it plays the same one. That's weird, because you always hear the done. needle drop. You're always like, It's like right between. <laughs> We're done. I, I hate when podcasts do this, so I'm going to uh, fix myself. But in the movie The Sandlot, the kid is named Squint. I don't yeah. know why I said squirt. Or Smalls, but it's Squint. The sad thing the is I agreed squint. with you because I yeah because he has to take his glasses off and he's always yeah, yeah okay he she they got married in real life and the only reason I corrected myself is because I know when, sometimes when I listen to a podcast and they get the information wrong I'm screaming okay the so podcast. then who's the so actress they, without so leaving your phone did get no don't get your phone I don't know it's Marley Shelton okay. she is so they did get married in real life yes, Officer got Judy. In the movie. She's offered to Judy in the Scream movies. I did not know that. And then she gets killed in the last Scream movie. There, oh, I ruined it for you guys. They ruined it. Yeah. I ruined, ruined it. Ruined. Out in the middle of the daylight, Dude, in a city, in a town. As soon as you said that, the light went off. And it, I'm like, that's, that's it is. Wendy Shelton. Shelton yes. yeah, Marley Shelton. And then it's Chauncey Leopard is his name. They got married in real life. They don't get and married in the movie. Shut he, their mouth. He gets he all her paychecks. And, yeah. He says they end up together in the movie. Uh, yeah, it's okay. true. Well, yeah, it then they, in the they end up in, together in real life. Well, look at that. <laughs> so fuck off, Scott. Anyway. <laughs> all right. But yes, four and a half. Love this movie. Thank you, Scott, for picking something no one's ever heard of. <laughs> Way to softball no, this, this up. is uh, the point of the show. <laughs> I know. But I hate. That Scott, like... He has picked such a... He, he never, like, goes outside the box. He's like, what is the most famous movie I can He's make? literally going always, through AFI's just, top 100. Yeah, he he's like, you guys heard of a Citizen Kane? Throws up so- softballs and then fucking... <laughs> but knock, how many of those movies on, on that park. list have we not seen? I mean, mom. I'm not that's gonna... Fuck, that's the thing, you I'm know? not gonna say no. no. I've seen his mom. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I, uh, I thank you for making me watch this. I, I did enjoy this a lot. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun movie. So, as always, our next film will be... Body Snatchers. There's something in the air, and it feels like fear. There's something in the night, and it seems like terror. There's someone in your bed, and it looks like you. Life will be simpler now. The only thing missing Mommy? will be you. Mommy! What's the matter, honey? What's the matter? There's mommy. She's right there. What happened? I'm seeing people at the infirmary exhibiting paranoia. People afraid to sleep. Get in bed. Afraid of family members. Let it go! People afraid of themselves. We're gonna go right now! Oh, Marty, let's get out of here. They're out there. They're everywhere. It's not my dad! We're gonna get out of here, Marty. Where are you gonna go? Where are you gonna run? Where are you gonna hide? No one like you left. Body snatchers. The invasion continues. They'd kill to be you. And that's a special one we're going to be doing from L.A. I know I mentioned it at the, the body beginning. Snatchers noise? Yeah, it's like <laughs> um, sound effects. I'm like the guy from Police 1993 Academy. Body Snatchers when you put the trailer in. Uh, so that will be our next film that will be Live from LA, it won't be live. Live um, <laughs> from LA. Now, do we want to start recording in the car as like we we're can, driving yeah, back absolutely. and just kind of have like a car conversation fresh sure. off our heads, and then can. 
really yeah. analyze more of it It'll when we get back to the hotel awesome. and get our PJs together and start doing like, PJs, pillow fights and I stuff. I sleep very Ooh, naked. Um, so so that will be our next one, and then I'll pick a movie, and we'll keep going. Uh, next week, International Snack Show. Please give us ideas. Um, we have no snacks. No, I, I have plenty of ideas. I just, yeah, we just haven't, we haven't gone. I like that Jordan sent me screenshots of stuff, and I was like, it's a secret. He's like, I didn't buy it. I'm well, like, so now, so now we will have regular snacks, though. So we're going to have regular snacks, and then you said we're going to finish off with like foreign snacks? No. Because I got snacks. No, it's a complete foreign snack show. It's going to be 10 minutes long. That, uh, it's going to be shorter than the COVID show you this, guys this had. This is why I ask questions, I because there's 47 different conversations. No, there isn't. There was one conversation. I said the next snack show is all foreign snacks. You can bring whatever you want. None of them have to be new. All foreign snacks. That was my legit thing. Go back and listen. Hey, and um, so I'm going to stay Wednesday was, night and oh, Thursday we're gonna night. Use, we're going to bring these on the show. <laughs> these are for the show two in two months. <laughs> hey, remember those Doritos that just came out? Yeah, You're going to hear about them That's in what I'm saying, September. Is we, got, we got stuff that we're sitting on. That <laughs> Yes, I'm still, I'm still buying for the regular snack show because I don't know when I'll see the shit again. See, I'm not like you. I don't look at things and I go, oh, uh, yeah, that'll Here be there. Comes. And then leave, and then come back two weeks later, and they're like, "Oh, they're all fucking gone." No, I see it at the store, and I pick it up. That is how. That's how it goes. Okay, this whole oh, I'll come back to it. You never come back to it because it's always gone. So stop doing that. Check check your pulse. I, my pulse Make sure you're fine. not gonna have a heart. I'm not attack. even angry. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying like, please listen it. to the fucking like you're on the show. Please listen to what I'm telling you. I, Realize that entire I'm gonna start snack show in our fucking conversations. Fucking international. Go ahead, go ahead, go <laughs> hosting. Go Just ahead kidding. and go fucking look for it. I never once said that. No one said that. You're dumb. I love you, but you're dumb. Hmm. Somebody wrote my birthday card. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, someone's gonna be going to concerts by himself. No, no, I'm not. As long as I pay for the tickets, well, no, I'm, sure. I'm gonna old, go with them unless it's Dance Gavin Dance. Look at Fuck that old you. man at the concert. Just screaming at the clouds. <laughs> just yeah. standing there in the middle. Oh, at Mosh Pit, will you? I'm just going to stand right in the middle of it. You're going to have to go around me, why asshole. Why are you pushing me? Get out Anyways, of my safe space. So next week, only international <laughs> snacks. <laughs> and then we will do body like snatchers Like lay Doritos LA. or L cupcakes. Bring a bunch of top of tea. He's going to be writing like uh, new titles on them with marker. <laughs> These are from South America. They're Look, they say Senor Doritos. <laughs> S'mores. Cupcakes. God, oh, I hate you so much <laughs> that you are 50 and you can't figure this shit I'm out. Just gonna eat, I'm going to eat my snacks then. No. Eating them. No. We want, I want <laughs> Don't. the fucking Twinkies. We call that cupcakes. in the industry an Aaron when he doesn't want to wait for the next snack <laughs> right, show. Like right. he finds a snack the day after we record one. He goes, well, shit, I don't want to wait a month. <laughs> he wants to sit on these particular things for two months. Yes. This they don't look good. <laughs> I, I just I wanted to just for the show. I know. So, uh, all right. Well, anyways, That's I'm great. Aaron. I'm Jordan. And Scott. Thank you so <laughs> much for listening to I'll Watch It Later podcast. We will see you guys next week Love for you. an entire international snack show. No entire. no American snacks. Ugh. Big gulps, huh? South America. Welp. See you later. <laughs> Are big Ur- gulps Uruguay? national? Okay.